What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Baseball Connection. So yesterday we talked about what a potential extension would look like for the Washington National Stars. That's Juan Soto. That's Trey Turner. But let's do a similar analysis for another player. This is a player. Okay, it's Byron Buxton. I don't know. I was going to give some kind of background or whatever, but it's Byron Buxton. Byron Buxton of the Minnesota Twins. And this is an interesting one. This is an interesting one because it's not as much of a no-brainer as the Soto or Trey Turner situation. You have a player who has as high of a ceiling as most people in this game, simply because of his tools. He's still young. He's just turned 27 years old. He's in his prime. And he's also two years away from free agency. His agent has been in contact with the Twins about a potential extension, but there is a lot for the Twins to consider. I mean, just to speak to how toolsy this guy is, I mean, number one, defense has been his calling card. He does have a gold glove on his mantle. But, you know, his sprint speed has actually been in the 99th percentile his entire career. He's one of the fastest players in baseball. His Exit velocity jumped over the past two seasons. From 2015 to 2018, he was at 88.3 miles an hour. Over the past two seasons, it's climbed to 90.4 miles an hour. And his power has climbed into an elite range as well. I mean, we can see the home run numbers last year. In just 39 games, he hit 13 home runs. And his career high was 16 home runs in 140 games. So we're seeing his power jump significantly and you know the sabermetrics the iso numbers have jumped up as well so we see that he's on an up uptick at least as far as production and if he's healthy he can put up some serious numbers i mean it's kind of crazy when you look at his defensive numbers he's averaged 18.3 defensive runs saved saved per 1200 innings and that's you no know, roughly what would be a full season i mean that's an excellent mark but if you look at it if you look at just like cumulative stats he had five outs above average in 2020 that tied four others for six among among outfielders even though he only played 39 games in 2020 he missed what 21 games in 2017 that's when he was healthy enough to play more than 100 games he racked up 30 outs above average not only being the best in the field that season, but he set the bar. That's the highest single season mark from any outfielder in the StatCast era by a fair margin. And StatCast began in 2015, I believe. So Buxton did enter the league less polished with the bat, but as I mentioned earlier, it's really caught up. It's really caught up. But the biggest question about Byron Buxton is can he stay healthy? Can he stay healthy? I mean, it's a legitimate question to ask. Because he's only played over 100 games once. I mean, he's always hurt. He's always hurt. And that's definitely a bitter pill to swallow for Twins fans. Because when he's been healthy, we've seen him. I mean, 2017, we saw him win that gold glove. He got some MVP, I mean, down ballot MVP votes. Not legitimately, you know, 18th place. But, you know, he he was legitimately, legitimately one of the best outfielders in the game that year. And then 2020, he played the majority of the season. He was also outstanding for the Twins. So 
the idea of Buxton wearing a Twins uniform long term is pretty tantalizing, but that injury concern is very real. I mean, this dude has been on the injured list 13 times since he's been in the Twins organization. I mean, all sorts of injuries, concussions to wrist sprains to shoulder issues. Although, like I said, somehow he remains one of the fastest players in the game. He hasn't seen his skills affected 99th percentile for sprint speed every season of his career. And, you know, batter ball profile, I talked about the exit veal. He was 85th percentile in 2020, 89th percentile for hard hit percentage, and 88th percentile for barrel percentage. So the raw tools are there. The five tools are there. Maybe not the, the batting average tool. So four tools are there. But trying to find the right, right price point for a guy who's high risk, high ceiling could be a challenge for the Twins. I mean, you have a muddled center field market. Obviously, it's one of the weaker positions around the game. JBJ struggled to find the kind of deal he was looking for. You know, he was looking for like a three, four-year deal. He got a two-year, $24 million deal with an opt-out from the Brewers. Obviously, the top guys like George Springer, he didn't have any trouble signing a deal. Six years, 150 with Toronto. But there were no free agent center fielders to sign a multi-year deal about 12 months ago, last winter. The year before that, it was A.J. Pollock joining the Dodgers for five years, $60 million, and then Kutch signing a three-year, $50 million with the Phillies. And neither of those guys primarily play center field anymore. So it, you'd have to go back even a year before that to Lorenzo Cain signing the five-year, $80 million deal with the Brewers. So not too many comps. I guess A.J. Pollock is a natural comp, I guess, as an often injured potential star in center field. But he was entering his age 31 season as a free agent. That's two years younger than Byron Buxton would be when he's entering free agency. I'm sorry, two years older than Byron Buxton would be when he's entering free agency. Buxton's going to be entering free agency as a 29-year-old. So that's he, he's kind of setting a pace or setting a, yeah, he's setting a path that nobody has been down in recent years. So what he could get, I don't really know, but obviously the Twins are not going to ignore the fact that this dude can't stay healthy. He can't stay healthy. So he's played 432 games in six years. I mean, that first year was probably, I mean, age 21 season, so just a cup of coffee when he was up. So if you just look at, you know, his first full season in the big league since then, I mean, it was 92 games, then 140, then 28, then 87, then in a shortened season he played 39. So he's just not really staying on the field long enough for us to really get a good look at him, in my opinion. So I don't really know what he might be worth. I mean, it's just something that maybe the Twins will say, okay, they'll give him a deal that will largely buy out you know, his arbitration and the first couple years of free agency, so maybe like a four-year deal, but maybe not something extremely long. I don't really know. But this is a this is definitely a question that Minnesota is going to be bouncing around, and they could also be buying low here. So maybe they say, okay, we're going to give him a deal now. Maybe we'll give him like you know 15 million a year for the next four years, like 60 mil. I don't know, similar to the similar to the uh, is it? Well, I, I guess the AJ Pollock deal was five years, sixty mil, so a little high, higher AV than AJ Pollock. But let's say we give him a deal like that, and you know he's showing us with the power and stuff that he's coming around. We're taking a 
a gamble that he's going to stay healthy. If he stays healthy, he's an all-star. If he doesn't, then, you know, that's unfortunate. But maybe the Twins go that route. But they're obviously not just going to let him walk. They're not just going to let him walk because he's their homegrown guy. You know, they drafted him second overall in 2012, and he's still young. He's in his prime. So they'll work something out. It's just not going to be anything extremely lucrative. I think it's going to be, you know, good for Buxton and get some financial stability. But don't expect to see him get like $20 million a year or something. I, I can, if I had to guess, I can see him getting something around $15 million a year. Um, yeah, four or five years is my guess. That's my guess. But that's going to do it for today, folks. That's just my train of thought with Byron Buxton. What do you guys think? Let me know. If you enjoyed this, please share with someone who would be interested, and we'll see you next time on Baseball Connection.